Podcast. This is Dr. Charles Laux, and I am really excited to be here streaming live on YouTube tonight. Uh, we have an awesome guest, um, someone who I've heard all these great things about and, and then finally met um, not too long ago, actually. And now um, we are on a committee together, or well, I'm actually uh, on her committee uh, for ASTA, and um, wanted to introduce our wonderful guest, uh, Dr. Rachel Dirks. She is at Kansas State University, and uh, she'll be joining us right here. So, Dr. Dirks, uh, there she is. Thank you so much for being here uh, and on our hey. uh, Orchard Teacher podcast tonight. Oh, so happy to be here. Thank you for asking me. Yeah, I'm absolutely. Excited. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's uh, an honor and a pleasure. Um, all the wonderful things that you do, uh, you uh, pretty much do everything string-related at your university. So, we're I'm so interested to hear about like everything that you're doing there, um, the pedagogy and your orchestra conducting and your research. And um, it's it's a, probably a lot of hats that you wear. Um, but um, I, so, t so tell us a little bit about your background, because I know that you taught public school as well. And tell us where you're from and so that our audience can get to know you and so I can get to know you better, a little bit better, too. Absolutely. Yeah. So I'm a Kansas girl at heart. I was born and raised in central Kansas and played in the Wichita Youth Symphony and uh, met a lot of really great people there. I went to school at a very small liberal arts college in central Kansas called Bethel College. I've heard of Bethel College. Yeah, I was um, actually going into pre-med and they had a really good pre-med program. Wow. There. Oh, that's uh, an interesting career switch. Right. And following then your heart. I, right. Following <laughs> my heart. Got teased a lot. Um, but but I am certified to teach music and science uh, yes. because I had so many science credits by the time I was wow. done making my decision. So um, let's see. I uh, then went and studied uh, mass. I got a master's of cello performance with Phyllis Young Ooh. at the university of Texas at Austin. I did and not I know got that. to teach. Yeah. And I got to teach in the string project there when Dr. Ann Witt was the director. Yes. Who is the guru of lesson planning and red ink on lesson plans, which was wonderful. <laughs> awesome. uh, and then I was called back home and taught in my hometown, public school, orchestra, everything. So grades five through 12. Okay. And I was there for uh, six years before moving with my husband to Lawrence, Kansas, where I taught public school orchestra for 17 years. Wow. Okay. Um, and then I talk, I talk sometimes about how when I had my midlife crisis, instead of getting the sports car, I got my PhD. Mm -hmm. uh, and then Guilty. things just kind of, right, things just kind of happened. And the, and the job came open at Kansas State University and uh, threw my hat in the ring. And here we are. There you are. So when you and, were in Lawrence, uh, what was your what was what was your teaching situation? Was it high school or? everything. Sure. So when I started, it was everything. Okay. Uh, I taught middle level high school and elementary. And then as the program grew, I finished my career just at the high school with, with over 200 kids in the program and, Great. uh, which was a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Yeah. And so now you're, uh, how long have you been at Kansas state? This is year six. Okay. Okay. So not too long, but, 
you're there. Mm-hmm. And then, so tell us about all that you're doing. And obviously, this is a, a great plug for you and uh, sure. you know, to tell all the teachers about, you know, getting their students to come or if you have, I, I I thought I saw something about an advertisement that you have a TA position open next year. Yeah. So yes, we do. Uh, ladies That's... and gentlemen out there, if you're looking to, to go get your degree, there's the person right there. Oh, fantastic. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, um, I conduct the, the symphony orchestra at Kansas state university. I also teach all string education coursework at K-State. And um, a lot of those classes I have added since I arrived. So of course I made my life busier, but uh, we always do that, (laughs) don't we? (laughs) Boy, we should do this. I should do this. I should do this. I should add more. No, but it's been a lot of fun. I also teach applied cello there. So I get to wear, yeah. How are there enough hours in the day? Uh, Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Okay. But it's, it's so much fun and I feel fulfilled mm-hmm. um, every day, which is really great. Um, the K-State Orchestra is a, a full symphonic orchestra. We have 85 musicians in the ensemble. Wonderful. They are currently working on a Halloween concert. That's cool. Uh, with Dukan, Sasson. Uh, we're going to do a little Ruslan Ludmilla too, because that's a fun story about a wizard and oh, how yeah. Ludmilla actually saves herself and Ruslan's kind of a mess and it's great. That's, uh, that's really cool. That's really cool. <laughs> sounds like a great concert. And yeah, no, it'll be fun. But we do have, um, we have a graduate teaching assistant who works with the orchestra. And also if they, someone's interested in string education, he is currently the, the gentleman who's currently serving as our graduate teaching assistant, Russell Clark is getting a master's in music education. So he's assisting as conductor for the symphony, but he's also teaching some of the string education classes. So he's getting a lot of really cool experiences. Yeah. yeah. And that's like a, a full assistantship, like tu- full tuition assistantship, waiver, the whole work. tuition waiver and a nice stipend. It's a good deal. Wow. So ladies and gentlemen, that, yeah. Apply if you're interested. That's, that's great. And you got a great plug now. Fantastic. Absolutely. Thank <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. So, um, and then you also, do you do, have you done some research there at the university too? Have you had some research studies that you've been putting together? Yeah, so I have been really fortunate uh, to have the opportunity to work with Dr. Tanya Smith from Boston University. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm going to backpedal just a little bit, if that's okay. Absolutely. Um, so when I was teaching high school, starting in about 2010, I noticed a pretty big shift in the kind of emotional health of my students. <laughs> and by by 2016, when my own children were entering the school, so I have 20 somethings now, but at the time <laughs> they were, they were teens. Sure. Um, a lot of their friends were going through struggles. Like we were having a lot of conversations about mental health. Mm-hmm. So when I started my PhD, I decided to actually dig into mental health and music education and, and what's going on in the music yeah. classroom. Like yeah. I was asking questions like, am I the only person who is seeing this? Like, or is this a bigger problem? Yeah. Um, so I started that research in 2017 and then I'll never forget driving in my car in 2019 and hearing the first, this really huge study done by Gene Twangy out in California that revealed this huge generational cohort of adolescents who's Um, anxiety and depression levels have just spiked through the roof, Mm -hmm. um, basically because of 
technology and access to social media 24 7 cyber bullying yeah. social pressures i mean all there's the, all, all the these things. all these factors yeah 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 so i um was working on that and that was my dissertation topic great right so then COVID hits yeah right and, and there right you go and then, <laughs> right and i i wrapped yeah. up like i defended on zoom in April of 2020. Wow. Um, and then proceeded to spend an entire year with school districts and teachers all over the country talking yeah. about mental health. And here are some here are some strategies for helping your students. Here's what we're seeing in other locations. Mm -hmm. Just yeah. So then mm -hmm. that same spring, I had the chance to meet Tanya at the ASTA convention right before we all got sent home for COVID. That was in Orlando. So, Right. Yes. So she and I connected at that conference on the very last day and we discovered kindred spirits in one another. And so we started a research study for through ASTA awesome. uh, in the fall. And that's just been recently pu published in the oh, String Research Journal, oh, which okay. is great. I'm going to check that yeah. out. Yeah. Uh, her partner, uh, Karen Hendricks, who just published the Oxford Handbook of Care that's in Music right. Education. There's some I have really great authors in, in that in that book. Um, yeah, I have I a chapter in that book, and it's my yeah. my dissertation research. Yeah. So wonderful. Yeah. Okay, so we have to check that out too. Wow. Yeah, it's this exciting. is great. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, it's 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 so awesome that we have this research and these resources now because, you know, when I was growing up and we were growing up, I guess I should say probably we're pretty probably mm -hmm. pretty close. Um, you know, in the eighties. Yeah. Like we went through a lot. And I mean, I went through a lot with my, my, I'm not, my story is my mother, you know, my mother uh, took her life. And so, um, my, my, uh, and I share that story. It's, it's, you know, I'm mm -hmm. ha happy to share that story because, um, I wouldn't be who I am if that didn't happen. But what, what I'm trying to say is that th that stuff was not talked about when, what, after that happened yeah. in my life, my counselors didn't know, teachers didn't know. It was just, it's a hush, hush. It was a hush, hush thing. And yeah. that's, and, um, it was hard for almost 30 years. I struggled, you know, mm -hmm. and, uh, and finally, uh, in 2015 is when I saw a counselor for the very first time. And this happened in 1986. So, oh, you know, so Charles. like, those are, those are the things that all of this now it's that just happening is so like, I'm so thankful for, um, everyone today because we have this and, and um, that's what makes me, you know, I, I, uh, I do fundraising for the American uh, Foundation for Suicide Prevention, AFSP, um, and mm -hmm. I'm a, a trusted adult for sources of strength at my school. And so I, it's a big part of my teaching. And, you know, my students at my school know that if they need to talk, they can talk to me. And, and a lot of them do. And, and I, I enjoy being, being able to be there for them um, and, mm -hmm. or just giving them ideas and resources and, and tips and strategies and, and just letting them know that, you know, you can get through this. So having all these resources is great. And um, it's really cool that all this research is being done. And and um, I can't wait to, to read more of your stuff. So very cool. Oh, very well, cool. Thanks. Very cool. Thanks. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so this is this is really cool. And so you're on the you're the chair of the ASTA Wellness Committee. And um, as a um, board member now, I'm a liaison in that. And so I got to witness mm -hmm. our, our meeting just two days ago. Uh, amazing people on that committee that are we're going to be saying some really I mean just legends in um in our profession yeah. that are on that committee so um it's exciting work 
Absolutely. And it's exciting to hear all of their incredible ideas of how they want to share their expertise with yes. yeah. the string teachers. You know, I mean, the string teaching profession, I just think it's a beautiful thing. And I hope we can make all of their yeah. their dreams and goals a reality. It's exciting. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to be trying to, to put out social media things and uh, webinars and resources and, and everything for our string teachers um, out there through ASTA, which is going to be great. So I can't wait mm -hmm. to see what our committee does. Very cool. Absolutely. Very cool. Absolutely. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, what are some of the other um, big things that you're seeing in, in music education today? You know, hot topics or things that concern you or, you know, things that uh, just different topics out there. What are, what are some things that you, you think about and, um, you know, that, that you'd like to see addressed or that you're, that you're working to mm -hmm. address or I don't know. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I grew up, I'm going to do another backpedal right. just so that there's some kind of point of reference. So I grew up in the Mennonite church, which, and I grew up in a, a part of the Mennonite church that um, social justice and peaceful activism and, and things like this were a part of my childhood. Mm -hmm. And so as I kind of think about that, you know, how I, how I want to teach and how I want to interact with people those those uh, experiences and and desires to continue uh, you know raising awareness for different issues mm -hmm. still brew in the back of my mind all the time. Yeah. so i'm I'm constantly thinking about um, right now I'm thinking a lot about the intersection of physical wellness and mental wellness and how we can help our students because each one of us is so individual in terms of not just, who we are in, on the inside, but also who we are on the outside Absolutely. and how can we better serve our students? Because there are so many people who say there's only one way to hold the bow or there's only <laughs> one way to hold the cello or mm -hmm. things like that. And I, I love having conversations with people who have so many different ways of thinking about right. playing strings. Yeah. And the, and the um, more, the more strategies we have, the more, um, more ideas we have, the better teachers we can be mm -hmm. because we can reach students. And they're how, the way that they learn, and um, that's that, you know customizing uh, is is difficult mm -hmm. when you have a giant class. But presenting it this way, this way, this way, this way. Oh, now everybody gets it. You get it this way. You get it this way. But you got it. You know. Absolutely. And that's what makes me the happiest. <laughs> me too. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. I want you to know. Just recently, I have a a kind of a junior class of string ed majors who studied your website. Oh. along with a couple of others mm -hmm. so that they could kind of catalog where they could find all these mm -hmm. resources and videos and things like that. And they had so much fun. Oh, good. Yeah. That's a, that's a cool project. To, yeah. yeah. They went like down a, the like rabbit old, hole. Old school web quest. Never, that's I don't know, right. never web quest, but um, <laughs> <I like that. laughs> yeah. I'm going to cool. title it that way. The yeah. Web quest. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Um, and then, um, so I guess, um, this is this is really really cool just to, to to hear all these all these great things that you're doing and and your and your ideas. 
Um, how does how does it, how is it um, having to serve not only as the pedagogue but also as the performer, as the conductor? I mean, tell us a little bit more about that. I mean, we all do that at school, but you know, mm-hmm. you're you're on a very high level with your students and doing like you know real you know major music uh, along mm-hmm. with the pedagogy part. Like, tell us how um, you know. I guess your experiences with that, and um, I don't know if you want to elaborate at all. And just, sure, and no, just I'd being, be happy to. Yeah. I'd be happy to, and I, I will say that spending twenty three years in a public school orchestra setting, and I, I had the opportunity to make some really high level music with my high school students. Great. I feel really fortunate yeah. for that. Um, but there's there's such an intersection of pedagogy and music teaching and performance that if I try, since I understand all those things and I wear all those hats anyway, I try to actually accentuate that Mm -hmm. in my rehearsals with my students, in my classes with my students, because especially in our school, the majority of our music majors are music education majors. Ah, So I actually, yeah, no, I'm, I'm actually talking about this is why I'm doing it this way because yeah, if I were in front of, you know, high school students, this would help, you know, or I'm trying to teach them mm-hmm. while I'm teaching them. Yeah. <laughs> well, and sense. I think uh, th- there's that, there's that divide of, Oh, I'm a professional conductor and I'm a teacher, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, I, I think most of us has maybe have experienced uh, a rehearsal setting where uh, we have the professional conductor who maybe isn't the teacher and isn't as effective because of that, because, you know, mm-hmm. they want it, they want, they know what they want uh, musically, um, but they're not able to maybe harness it as easily or as quickly because um, they just don't have those tools that, that uh, right. the educator would have. So I, I think in a lot of ways, um, the educator conductor, if you want to call them that, I don't know what you want to call them, uh, maybe has the advantage, you know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I, mean, I think it depends I think it depends on the ensemble that you're in front of, right? So right. if I was if I was conducting at a conservatory, it might be different, but I'm I'm conducting at a university where the majority of my musicians are going to be future teachers. These are skills that I want them to take with them, not just because they made the own their own connections in their minds. I want to make sure that I'm drawing the thread for them so that they can see mm-hmm. and and put those tools in their own tool belts and use them in the future. So Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, how many of your students are undergraduate compared to graduate students? It's almost completely undergraduate. Okay, so you have just yeah. a few grad students. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I, I think I have five okay. grad students okay. this year. So yeah, it's yeah. primarily undergrad. And they participate. They're they're in the orchestra along with the undergraduate. So they're probably most yep. of the leaders. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how it was when I was an undergraduate too. Um, okay. You know, you have uh, just those leaders, but. For me, it was always um, someone to look up to, and you know, to have that. And I know that yeah. when I was at um, when I was at Kennesaw, we only had undergraduates, and uh, there were some really fine, fine, fine musicians, but maybe not as many with the, like the the age difference and that experience difference, where you're the undergraduate mm-hmm. going, "Wow, that's like I want to be them." Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, very cool. Absolutely. Yeah, and then. Um, uh, Talk, tell us a little bit about, I know on one of your goals is that you like to create community through music. Tell, tell us mm-hmm. some of the ways that you do that at your university or that you did what, what you did when you were teaching uh, public school as well. Some ways yeah. that you create a community because I think for a lot of, a lot of us, that's uh, 
for a lot of my students, I know that's a huge part of why they're in the program. So mm -hmm. I, I try to make that um, a, a focus as well. Uh, we're doing some mentoring. We're doing some like Chick-fil-A breakfast social on Tuesday. Like, you know, those kind of things. Tell us about some of the things that you did. <laughs> I love community. That. Oh, it's so great because, you know, there's always extra, extra biscuits for, the, you know, for later. And, okay. You know, extra kind of biscuits <laughs> for later. I love it. I love it. Um, so for me, community and connection, those are my core values. And I remember kind of finally figuring that out as a young teacher after I had two students who had passed away in my program within one month of each other. And that whole year was awful. Mm -hmm. So they both, they both died in September. Wow. And then I found myself, this was, when was this 2005? Mm -hmm. I was severely depressed. Um, and then I was trying to walk into a space where my students were depressed. Yeah. I didn't know, you know, and I'm like, ah, D major scale, let's get excited. Right. Like, well, when, yeah. Right. And I yeah. didn't, I wasn't interested either. Right. Um, and when I finally figured out, you know, I was so concerned about, am I going to lose another? Uh, because one had committed suicide mm -hmm. and one had died from a drug overdose. Oh, wow. So I, I made the determination that everything that I thought about my teaching needed to be different. Yeah. And that community and connection needed to be at the forefront of every decision that I made. Yep. Um, it changed how we did concerts. It changed how we did activities together. It changed how we traveled and where we traveled. Uh, it changed how we thought about service to each other and, and to our community at large. And so, yeah, it, it became a really big thing. So now, um, I mean, I've had so much fun with kids over the years yeah. playing, finding Frodo and <laughs> dodgeball and eating. Yes. I, I think my thing is ice cream. I'm still all about the ice cream. There always has to be ice cream. That's, that's it. That's awesome. I love it. Um, yeah. so that's the, the quintessential uh yeah, yeah so it's it, yeah and it's difficult it's difficult to 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 talk about this i understand and uh, you know i had a, mm -hmm. a i lost a student in, in 2018 and um we had a long conversation you know before uh he took his life and and i'm like are, mm. you, are you sure you're not you know like i knew he wasn't okay he would not yeah. he would not talk, he would not come talk to me he would not and I just wish I would have like grabbed his arm and made him come talk to me, <laughs> you know, but yeah. those, those things happen, you know, you can't, um, you, you, you can do what you can do. And so, um, mm -hmm. but all, 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 it definitely shapes, um, the, your future and, um, and, and what you decide to do in the future and how, like you said, I mean, it, it's reshaped, um, a lot for me, you know, and, and growing mm -hmm. up having that, it was always a mystery. And then, you know, then there's a, a friend and then there's a, colleague and then there's a student and then there's so you know those are um it's it's tough it's very tough and yeah. uh um you just you have to just keep going but uh also like you said it just shapes you and who you yeah. are yeah who you are and, yeah. and what you what, what you do and your goals and it really prioritizes um the important things in life what are what mm -hmm. are important what are important yeah for sure mm -hmm. so even even just this last sunday we had um, we had a rehearsal because there was a concert on Monday night that the students needed to attend, and that's our normal rehearsal day is Monday okay. night. So we had something called Social Sunday, 
where we had a big potluck and all 85 of the kids were in the courtyard and oh my goodness, they had so much fun. And then uh, we have a leadership team for the orchestra that kind of coordinates a lot of the activities that we do as well as marketing and recruiting and things like that. And uh, they created a, a trivia Jeopardy game that was just hilarious. I, bet. I laughed so hard. Oh, <laughs> uh, so many Nothing fun like categories. Great, great, like great games and great food, and you know, like Absolutely. it just it builds, it helps build that community. Yeah, and yeah. then we spent two hours working on Duca, and right. we had a great, <laughs> great time. Yeah, and and you know, it, so. it it just enhances the work. It 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 mm-hmm. you know, and it makes them work harder. Like I don't know, it increases the yeah. work ethic. It um, and it's crazy that that community will do that, you know, and, um, well, they, that's... they have buy-in for each other, right? like, right. They're connected with one another. Yeah. And so they want to do well for each other, Yeah, which is a beautiful thing. Yeah. And that, um, that respect and that, that, mm-hmm. that, I don't know, it's the following, you know, that they start to develop, uh, you know, towards you, towards each other, towards the program, towards the university, towards the school of music, like, and then that's that's how that's how good things happen. That's why you do amazing things. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's fun. It's contag- and it gets contagious. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And it and it's and it is fun. And if 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 what we do is not fun, we should, probably shouldn't do it anymore. And it, it's always <laughs> it's always work. I mean, there's work. Well, sure. But at the same time, but um, I just I have to run my classroom, and I have to try to be. I have to always want to be energetic, and I always want to be the one that. Um, like how how are you so energetic all the time? You know, it's not always coffee. It's you know. <laughs> no, sometimes just love of the moment. That's right. It's good. That's right. That's right. Um, well, this is amazing. Just uh, learning, you know, about all, all these things and and chatting with you about this. And um, um, I don't know if there's anything else you want to share, but um, this has just been a really cool conversation to to hear about what you do. Um, I will put your, if it's okay, your, uh, email in the, in the podcast description on the YouTube channel mm-hmm. description. So if people want to contact you to ask you questions or, um, um, just be able to, um, reach out to you for, um, I know you do a lot of guest conducting and you do mm-hmm. workshops and presentations and, and all those things too. So I'm sure that you're really busy with that already, but, um, I, I think it would be great for, uh, people just to be able to contact you and, and, and uh, have you out. And, um, yeah. I, I would love that. I love meeting new people and, and yeah. making new friends. Um, it's, it's such a joy and an honor. Yeah. I do. I do want to say one other thing sure. for our orchestra teachers. Um, we have a summer master's program, which I have absolutely mm. fell in love with, fallen in love with, I should say. Um, we have a cohort of string educators that part of it's online but then for one week every summer, they come together and they study together. And we've we've started renting uh, an Airbnb called the orchestra, we call it the orchestra house, uh, where they all just spend time together. And it reminds me a lot of the music camps of our, right, of our day, you know, when we, oh, of gosh. our day. And, I'll never forget. And they have, they have so much fun. In fact, the most recent graduates went and uh, got tattoos with little orchestra house. <laughs> 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 it's not a requirement so, for the degree folks, no, but, no, 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 no. <laughs> but that is so cool. But, but that just shows again, like the way that you build community and the way that you build, like for master's students to go out and do that, like that's, that's pretty awesome. It's really yeah, awesome. They, yeah. And they're beautiful people, young, young teachers and, and seasoned teachers who've been in the business for a long time who are 
looking to just kind of expand. So if you want to spend some time in the Midwest, just let me know. Yeah. Well, the Midwest in the summer is nice. You know, it's really nice. It isn't until late July. Okay. I get, it's still but this cold? is in June. This is, no, it gets really hot. Oh, hot. Okay. Hot and humid. You have, have you been to Georgia in the summer? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because hot and humid in the Midwest is like, oh, this feels nice. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's fair. That's hot fair. and humid in Georgia is, whew, it's, it's a, it's a steam house, okay. but, um, uh, it's nice. It's, but right now it's, it's, it's absolutely perfect. October is my favorite month in Georgia. It yeah. Really is so nice. Yeah. So has the foliage started to change already? Um, some leaves are falling. It's, it'll, we'll be there very soon. Yeah. Be there very yeah. soon. So, um, it happens, uh, a little earlier. Well, is it happen? It happens earlier for us, right? Has it changed for you already? Or There's a little, bit, a little bit. I'm looking. Okay. A, <laughs> just a hint. We don't go outside very much. Uh, oh, <laughs> right. Especially this, this time of year. Yeah. I was uh, judging um, honor orchestra auditions. We did them um, on, on flip. So I was doing the videos um, mm. and yeah, the meetings and um, we had, you know, a concert a few weeks ago. So it's, yeah, there's just, there's a lot. And then we're getting ready for another thing wow. at, uh, at the university. We're playing a, um, an invitational at Kennesaw state. Uh, Frank Diaz mm-hmm. is coming down uh, to oh, do good. our clinics. Yeah. So I cannot wait for uh, my students to meet Frank and, um, yeah. And then, you know, winter concert preparations and my boosters are all talking about the trip and like all these things that we got to do. So it's, it's like never ending, but, uh, it's, it's awesome. It's awesome. That's but awesome. I, I, yeah, go ahead. Can I say one thing? Absolutely. Okay. So last spring, was it last spring? I can't even remember. No, it was a year ago. I got to conduct the, one of the Georgia all-state ensembles. So oh, I conducted right. the 11, 12 state orchestra. And when the string orchestra, and when we were done, I was like, I'm going to treat myself to ice cream because ice cream, ice cream is ice cream. And I'm, yes. And I'm walking down the street and I see this thing that looks like an ice cream cone, this sign. And so I walk in, it's not ice cream. It's cookie dough. Oh, like what's the deal? Yeah. Um, Cause that's not a thing here. No, it, it shouldn't be a thing. Um, <laughs> No, ice cream is great. Like, I don't know. Uh, so there's this, these gourmet cookie dough places. Um, and uh, every fry, or every couple Fridays uh, a, a month, my, my son, they walk, uh, my middle school son, they walk to the local corner with all, all the kids go there. And there's the Chick-fil-A and there's Starbucks and there's this cookie dough place. Their day comes in with cookie dough and it's like, how are you eating this cookie dough? Like straight up, like, yeah. It's like and big it, bowls full. It, yeah, it's a bowl full of cookie dough. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's, I guess they, they, it's all, you know, good. So that you don't like, there's some cookie dough you shouldn't eat raw anyway, but yeah, I don't know what, it, what that's all about. I, I'm an ice cream fan too. That's my weakness uh, okay. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So like we have that in common. Um, okay, good. But it's a good well, weakness to have. So next, next time, time we're, we're at Asta. Yes. We're getting ice cream. Ice cream. <laughs> and anybody, you can join us if you want talk about wellness and talk about wellness while we're eating ice cream, I guess. Perfect. But yeah. Mental wellness. It's a mental thing. So, mm-hmm. uh, Rachel, uh, I appreciate you coming on. I know it's been a long day for you. Um, and, uh, I just really appreciate your, um, you willing to come on and talk to us and, uh, let, letting us learn about you and all the great things you're doing. So again, um, it's, it's such a pleasure to have you and, um, I've enjoyed it very much tonight. So, you, well, it's my yeah. distinct honor and thank you so much, Charles. And thank you for everything that you do oh, in I, support of string education. It's just yeah. amazing what, what you're doing. So I, thank you. I love it. I love it. And uh, 
I don't know. I wouldn't want to do anything else. So this is it. There you go. Well, uh, everybody, this is uh, episode 64. And uh, super, super excited to be able to share all this with you. Uh, Rachel, again, thank you so much. And we will see all of you next time on the Orchestra Teacher Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. For resources and more information, visit orchestrateacher.net.